It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning. Good morning. Monday morning. How's everybody doing this morning? How are you doing this morning? I'm so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a whole week since we've been together last. Well, at least online. Some of us have been together in person, and that's been really cool to get to share time with you. But in case this is your first time, welcome. If it's your 159th time, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) We're here to encourage you today, and you know what? You get to do that uh, for us as well. That's why we're here. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa Wright. And can I tell you something? We want to give you a very special and personal hi there and hello, but we can't do that unless you type in your chat box. So will you do that? Will you type in your chat box? Let us know where you're tuning in from. And we have a very important question that we want each one of you to answer. And this is it. Are you ready? What is in your cup? That's right. We care about where you are, who you are, and what you're drinking this morning. Uh, Let's jump over to the chat box right now and say a good morning to Warren. Warren is in Kingsville, Missouri. We love you, Warren. Good morning, buddy. Are you drinking Black Rifle coffee this morning? He likes Black Rifle. I I bet he is. We'll see. Good morning, Michelle. Good to see you on this morning, sweet sister. Good morning, And as we roll down and we say good morning to Destiny. Destiny is in Fort Worth, a.k.a. Dallas, Texas. Love you, sweet sister, so much. Good morning, Great Destiny. to see your encouraging face this morning. Pastor Roger Randall, he says he's drinking Southern Pecan in his cup this morning, and we love Southern Pecan coffee. Hey, buddy. Pastor Bobby Patton in the house. Hey, That's Bobby. Right. Love to see you in person. Love to see you on. Good morning to Good you morning. and Chrissy. Janice Farnsworth hey, from Spring, Texas. Janice. Our sweet Janice. Boy, if you're discouraged today, can I tell you to get a hold of Janice? Because she's going to turn it around for you. That's right. She's an encouragement Absolutely. to us. Absolutely. Randy, up our sweet Canadian friend. We love yes. you, brother. So morning, glad Randy. to see you. We're really blessed that you're here with us. MK, just down the street. That's right. She knows where she's at. In Shelbyville, Kentucky, she's having decaf Starbucks Cafe Verona with half and half and topped off with whipped cream. Hey, that makes it dessert. (laughs) Get a spoon. That's good, MK. Sounds delicious. Uh, Sweet sister Robin, she's back at her desk in Fort Knox, Kentucky. She's having Cafe Bustello and hazelnut creamer in her cup this morning. And I say welcome back to your desk with good coffee. Yeah. That's great, sister. We love seeing you and Otis last night. I mean, it makes my week so much better. Also, absolutely love the scripture you sent to us. And Terry told me what it was. And I've been reading it this morning twice, almost three times. And I want to say thank you so much. The Lord is speaking through that scripture to us. And we bless you, sister. Dave Ramsey from Danville, Illinois. He says, it's been a while since I've been with you and we have missed you. We're so glad you're back. Pastor Ruth Morgan in Morgantown, Kentucky. She's drinking black coffee and eating waffles. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) That sounds great, Ruth. Good morning. Great to see you. We love you, sweet sister. Randy says he's going to be having coffee soon. And here's Pastor Rick Grable with a little cream. A little Maxwell House in a lot of cream. cream, That's right. Always good to see you. Loved hugging you yesterday, Rick. For sure. We bless you. And to see the whole family together, that was awesome. That was awesome. We are encouraged by that. And also, we're still praying for Rebecca's whole healing. And yes, Warren is drinking Black Rifle coffee this morning. Good morning, Otis. What are you drinking this morning, buddy? It's great to see you. Also, Robin from Somerset, Kentucky. We love you, fam. So glad you're on this morning, Robin. Bless you. And let's see, Dave's Dave got green says Mountain. he's drinking Green Mountain Nantucket blend. I like that. Yeah, I like the Nantucket yeah, yeah. blend. The, all the Green Mountain stuff. It seems like there wasn't there wasn't a bad one in the whole all the assortments. No, that we've but tried. you know they're made by Keurig, and so you know Keurig's going to do it right. They're going to do it right. Mm-hmm. I love Green Mountain coffee. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Pastor Judy Sally. Good morning, Judy. High Point, North Carolina. She's had cup number one and cup number two of coffee over the weekend. One cup a year, so I'm good until 2025. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. She's so funny. You always encourage us so much, Judy. We love you. Uh, Destiny says she just got done eating a bowl of Lucky Charms and she hasn't got any coffee yet. Uh, I love that, Destiny. That's good. Lucky Charms is good. Um, Baylor 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 would prefer if we just left out all the pieces except for the marshmallows. Just the charms. Just the just a box of marshmallows. That's and you, right. You, know, you remember uh, several years ago for Christmas, they she got a box just of the those. Yeah, yeah. That's right. She got a box of those. This for morning. Christmas. 
Robin says, we always love spending time in person. And also she's saying hi to B. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you for welcoming Miss B. She's such a special kid. I, I'm kind of uh, in love all over again with my youngest these days. <laughs> she's, she's proving herself to be such a lover of Jesus and yeah. people. Really proud of her. Uh, Pastor Judy, you need to know that Randy is saying good morning to you all the way up from Canada. That's great. What a great welcome. You know what's cool about that is some of you are on Facebook and some of you are on YouTube and some of you are watching via the website. And can I tell you, when you make a comment, we're going to show it so everybody can see it across the platforms so that you guys can make sure you know your love, not just by us, but by the whole family of God. Isn't yeah. that awesome? Yeah. yeah. I love that we can do that. And mm -hmm. Destiny says, that's my girl. She loves B and B loves you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, they do sell marshmallows by themselves. Yes. Says Robin. Yep. I think that's true. Good morning, Monica from Council Bluffs. Wait a second. She crossed the line. So she's in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. She used to be in Council Bluffs, Iowa. There's a bridge that connects those two cities. So it's easy to make that mistake, right? Mm -hmm. But good morning, Monica. We love you, sweet sister. Bless you and Donnie this morning. Hey, there's a bunch of you on this morning. And I just want to remind you of a couple things. First of all, if you have a prayer request, okay, it's not an interruption to the show. Type your prayer request out. We're going to stop what we're doing and pray with you. It's very much a part of what we do. It's, it's part of the... The encouragement by the word and spirit of God. Also want to let you know that I know many of you have been reaching out throughout the week wondering if we've fallen off the face of the earth because we haven't been doing lives throughout the week. Typically, we're just going to be doing them on Monday mornings. Um, and that's uh, for several reasons. We want to keep being with you and it's really important for us to love and encourage you. But in the season that we're in right now, we're finding it extremely hard to do all the things that our heart holds to do. And so we're just trying to be really obedient and really careful to guard a little bit of rest, a little bit of family time, and then all the other things that are happening in this season of life. Yeah. Um, unexpected things, but we are thinking they're very good things. <clears throat> <laughs> right? Yep. So Monica says she's watching from work. Oh, good, Monica. Yeah. Good. How's the new job going? We'd love to know. Absolutely. Also, Robin says, Nanny and I have a bag of marshmallows for B the next time we see her. You know she will <laughs> love that. Also, I have to tell you a little something about Robin. So Robin is our daughter-in-law's aunt, which makes her total family to us because our two children have become one. And it's so easy. You need to know this to love deeply our Taylor Best's family. They are the most welcoming and loving people, especially Robin's mom. Her name is Nanny. That's mm -hmm. her official God-given name, Nanny. And she is so, she is the epitome of love. And so I get all emotional when I speak about her because she loves us the way she would love her own children. And I've never felt so completely accepted by anybody other than Jesus besides Nanny. She and knows so, how to love. I'm telling you what, she is so special. You all need to find yourself a nanny. Even if she ain't your <laughs> nanny, you go find your own. Can't have this one, okay? Because she's like, <laughs> we're saving her for ourselves. But I bet this, she's got plenty of love for everybody. I love this woman with yeah. my whole heart. And Robin, I, I, I want you to know, you guys are mean the world to us. We, You absolutely mean the world to us. Sorry, I didn't mean to get all weepy there. That's but all right. you know how I feel about that nanny. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. She has a certain... her love language in, in a lot of ways is the things that she makes, bakes and cooks oh. and does things uh, like, you know, I'm, I, she, they make these, uh, what are they, the orange slices, the orange peels, and they taste like the orange jelly slices, but they're like, they're heavenly. And I'm I, <laughs> now she just knows it's standing order. If you're going to make some, you got to make some for me because yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I just love them. So but then she had she for made Brett, Brett she for his made, birthday. Yeah. Brett, a honey bun cake. And, and it Brett, was amazing. Brett saved a couple pieces for Pop and I and Bay. And I'm like, this woman cannot outdo herself. But then we had her honey bun cake and, <laughs> and she, she clearly goes and can. Like she that. clearly can outdo herself. She is amazing, <laughs> yeah, Bobby. She is yeah. amazing. You all get yourself a nanny. Um, and I don't mean to watch your kids either. I mean yeah. to <laughs> encourage you and cook for you and love and share books with you and do all the wonderful things yeah. that she does. Yeah. Janice says she just made fried eggs and she only broke one yolk. And that's a milestone. Wow. And fried eggs and toast sounds great, awesome. Janice. I love eggs. 
I think that's one of my very favorite foods, honestly, um, because you can make them so many yeah. ways and do them do them upright. Maybe that's why we got chickens, huh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're gonna have lots of eggs. You know, the encouraging part about this for Janice in this milestone is that I don't even remember because we're not like celebrating the date like on an anniversary, but some time ago, several months ago, had a stroke. And you know, when life changes, uh, all of the things that we're so accustomed to being able to do change also. And uh, so we have loved hearing your story of your comeback yeah. and how you just one step at a time, one moment at a time, depend on Jesus to bring you through whatever challenging situation you're in. And it's just, it's beautiful to watch. So even, Jesus. even breaking a, a yoke, one oak, one yoke. That's a celebration. Jesus has made Janice the comeback kid. Yes. And she is an encouragement to all of us who have any setback in life to keep praising, to keep pushing (laughs) on and keep trusting Jesus. And Janice, you are doing that so beautifully. Thank you for giving permission to all of us to believe greater things in our life because of what he's doing through you. Thank you so much. We love you. We're so encouraged. Hey, there's Bucky this morning. Bucky. Bucky, um, you are quickly becoming one of my favorite people. I'm not going to lie. I love your little ornery self to my core. Thank you so much (laughs) for being who you are. Monica says the job is doing much better. She was at a women's retreat with her daughter in love and helped with leading worship. It was an amazing time. Please pray that I come to continue to absorb all the Lord has shared with me. Lord, we pray that right now. Will you just help Monica continue to receive revelation by your spirit and your word? Father, I know that you often do a deep deposit within us that we don't even know what it is until later as the spirit pulls it out when we need it. Will you do that with Monica? We pray in agreement in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So Pastor Roger said they had great camp meeting services last right. week, and he was able to play bass for three nights, which was fun and a change for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's such a he's a great guitar player, and you know, I can I can relate. You know, when you're doing the one instrument that you're depending upon, uh, and then all of a sudden you get to do something else, it's kind of like getting to play. Uh, you know, it's different like position treat, on right? yeah, it's a, yeah, like a baseball player saying, "Oh, I get to play second base today." <laughs> no, you're on first base. <laughs> oh boy, don't go there. Yeah, yeah. And Janice says it was six months ago. Janice said, okay, six months ago. Six months. From October 12th. Okay. That's great. All right. I mean, not, I mean it's yeah, just amazing. Yeah, no, it's just it's to see how much God's done in the last six months. And you know what, um, Janice? Um, Jesus actually breaks the yoke, Roger says. Pastor Roger, you're what? so funny. <laughs> so you're being Janice, like Jesus. Janice only broke one yoke. Jesus breaks all yokes. Breaks all. Janice, you're more like Christ in your yoke They're, breaking. <laughs> Pastor funny. Roger, you're so funny. That is funny. Praise the Lord, says Pastor Rick. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Robin says, praise God, Janice, you're doing amazing. That's right. And Michelle is sharing some scripture with us from 1 John 5. Thank you, sweet sister. We love the word of God. We love the word of God, and we're so grateful when anyone shares the word of God. So we're in the middle of revival this week um, at Southern Hills Church of the Nazarene in Louisville, Kentucky. Pastor Reverend Kenny Greenway is sharing, and um, we had a beautiful time last night. He had a great message. You know, the way Kenny always illuminates things. He like brings things out in the scripture. And and I just have to, just real fast. He shared about Moses being out in the desert and the burning bush, the burning bush moment. And it's funny because he said that there is, there's times where we have to turn away from the things that we are, are doing the world and he he compared the world to the sheep and the sheep that Moses was the shepherd for and all he heard was ba 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 it was that'll funny. stick with you forever it because really was. that annoying ba 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 those are the things that demand our attention and Michelle was just saying here in her scripture that she was sharing it says verse 21 dear children keep away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts that's good and so i thought about Kenny sharing that message and Moses turned away for just a moment from the things that he was that was you know following him and distracting yeah and, and turned his attention toward God and that's when God noticed that Moses turned away uh, from what was behind him and looked toward God yeah and then God spoke to him out of the burning bush such a revelation in, in that moment good. it was really good but I'll never forget that bah, bah, bah. yeah and everybody's <laughs> jumping on here and agreeing who was at service last night yeah. man if you're in the Louisville area or even if you not why don't you just start driving now and you can 
can be with us tonight right. again at 7 p.m. Revival, 7 p.m. Eastern. And we're just going to enjoy our time together as a family of believers yeah. in the fellowship, loving and praying together and receiving a powerful word together. Yeah. And worship was great by Pastor Daniel Rogers. Absolutely. Just truly, we're blessed right yeah. now. Yeah. Tracy, good morning. We missed you last night, brother. I hey, hope buddy. you are feeling so good. In fact, can we just stop what we're doing and pray for mm-hmm. Tracy? Absolutely. Lord, I thank you for the work that you're doing in his body. I thank that you're bringing whole healing and restoration, Lord, to every part of his body. And I'm not praying this with just frivolous words, Lord. We believe in faith that you are doing a work in Tracy. And Lord, we're grateful. Lord, we rejoice with his victory. We are in victory. Lord, with his healing, we are in healing. And so, Father, we're praying today for whole healing for Tracy's body. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray disease, affliction, and pain must leave in Jesus Christ. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I don't know if it's live stream, Dave. I don't know if it is. Um, I could do maybe, maybe Tracy, you yeah, maybe Bucky, maybe Bucky, Bucky, if you're still on, maybe you can answer that question for Dave Ramsey. Um, and if so, we'll find the link and send it to you, brother Dave, because Kenny is the bee's knees. We love him. He has the same heart for sure. And the kingdom of God is yeah. his passion. Rick says that it is. Okay, it is life so changing. we will. Um, y- you would look up Southern Hills Church of the Nazarenes, probably their Facebook page, I would guess. Um, but we'll find a link and send it to you, Dave. How about that? Yeah, that sounds good. We'll put it in the show notes for today's uh, uh, yeah. blog post as well on our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. And in case you're just tuning in, this is The Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. And we are here to encourage you. And we're finding out that you also encourage us. And that's the way it works, especially with the live stream. Because, you know, you can watch a podcast. You can watch a video. You can watch something. And you may get something. You'll benefit from something from that. But <laughs> it's a rare occasion when we're all benefiting because in real time, we're able to share and to say, good morning and uh, you know that's why we ask what's in your cup it's just sitting across the coffee table uh, across the breakfast table or whatever it is uh, just to, to relate to one another. That's right. We don't get that enough. So Roger, Pastor Roger, so funny. Every time he sees Dave Ramsey on here, he asks, is it a financial question for Dave Ramsey? <laughs> He's not that Dave Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Monica says, oh, send me the link too. All right. Um, so um, yeah, okay. So Dave Ramsey loves Kenny Greenway. He says he's one of the best yeah. with Stephen Manley. Okay, Amen. so here's what we'll do so you guys can all keep track. Um, Terry, when he sends out an email after the show has ended it often has some information in there look for the link in that information how about that yes that'd be good so everybody who's um signed up on the email list will get that and if you're not signed up on the email list where have you been go sign up now but if you don't want to sign up for extra email just go to the website and check it out you don't know the website let me tell you what it is the good morning show tv the good morning show.tv not yeah. .com not .net .tv the good morning show.tv yeah Okay, so, um, and Bucky's giving the address for where you can actually come in person. And it's off Preston Highway South. And there it is. Thank you, Bucky. Yeah. You're the and, best. And here, I'll just put this up on the screen for you all too. Uh, if you want to go to the Southern Hills website, um, you can find southernhillsnaz.org. You'll find at the very top, there's a navigation menu for, to go to the Facebook page. Because if that's where it's being streamed, you'll find it there as well. And that's on their website. And if you find it, I bet you can rewatch yesterday's two mm, services with him. I bet him. you so. You're we right. weren't there yesterday morning, but I heard it was awesome. And last night was awesome. Yeah. So, okay. So here's um, some more information for you. Um, Robin says, Otis and Robin agree that Kenny really shows Jesus. Yes, he does. Absolutely. And then also Pastor Rick says, Dr. Stephen Manley is at Lancaster Church of the Nazarene this week. Oh. And that's Lancaster, Kentucky. Not Pennsylvania. No, that'd be Lancaster. That would be Lancaster. (laughs) But we know in Kentucky it's Lancaster. And that's where Dr. Manley is this week. Thanks for sharing that, Rick. Yes. And Dave Ramsey said he taught Dave Ramsey everything he knows. That's awesome, Dave. (laughs) He's, of course, talking about his son, who also is named Dave Ramsey. Ramsey. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh, that's good. You guys, this is so fun. It's so fun to be with you on a Monday morning. I will say this, though. Now that we're just kind of doing this one live stream a week, um, it feels like it goes really fast. Yeah. It goes by really fast. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, the comment here Otis is making, he says he was walking in Kenny's shoes yesterday because Robin says they both have the same sketchers. That's funny. Otis. Yeah. You're walking in another man's shoes. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's good. I remember uh, when we did revivals here in Kentucky six years ago in January, right? Whenever we started. Wow. Uh, yeah, right. I know. Uh, we showed up at Albany and oh, uh, Pastor Prentice and I were wearing the same shoes. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, both so, bought them at Walmart. So let, let me tell you guys a little something if you don't know uh, the history of Terry and I is we have been on the road as evangelists and worship leaders for 10 and a half years before um, COVID happened. And then when COVID happened, um, there was a shift and the Lord invited us to pastor here in Louisville. And so we have been doing that. And let me tell you how much we absolutely love what the Lord is doing um, in our lives and the things that the Lord is allowing us to see as he moves and heals and restores and delivers. You guys, our God is alive and he didn't stop doing miracles with the first century church. He is working and moving and it is so exciting to see how he is changing and transforming lives. And so we are so honored to be able to see that. We don't travel anymore on a regular basis. We still do a little bit here and there, some prayer conferences and a few services as the Lord leads. But typically you'll find us in the Louisville area week after week after week, praying, teaching prayer, um, preaching the word, leading and loving people. And it's been an awesome opportunity. Yeah, And so I know there's a lot of new people that have joined and maybe you guys don't even know who we are or why in the world you're watching us. That's a little bit of who we are. Um, We love the Lord and we love to serve him. We love you because he loves us. We've received his love for us. And now it gives us the opportunity to love you with his love. And that is a joy, encouraging you, um, sharing the word of God with you, praying with you. That's our heart. And we're honored to be able to do that. So that's what you've tuned in this morning. And if you've forgotten who we are, there's your reminder. And the big the big closing line of that is because you matter to God, you matter to us. And so that's much. why we really do what we do. And we love you yeah. so much. And it makes it easy. He loves you so yeah. much. All this love, man, it's crazy. It's good. So uh, I never told you what was in our cup this morning. Yeah. I don't know what's in our cup. You it's, made the coffee. It's the caramel cream from oh, Winans. Yeah. I'm using my Ember cup today. Uh, my Ember cup keeps my temperature at, uh, I think it's 138 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, it keeps it hot a for me. You guys see the little light on the little ember. You guys, these little things will save you in the fall and winter when it gets cold and your coffee gets cold really quickly. Um, if you get yourself an ember, it keeps your coffee or any a drink, any drink at the temperature you set it at. And I set mine at 100. You set it on your phone. It's yep. Bluetooth. We got a little app. Tells you when it's up to temperature. It's amazing. My brother got these for us at Christmas last year, and it has been one. He always gives such good gifts. Yeah. And this has been a great gift for us. And I didn't really use it too much this summer because, you know, your coffee doesn't get that cold that fast in in the warmer months. But boy, it's chilly this morning, and my coffee was getting cold, and I'm like, I'm using the Ember. I remember the first time we used these, I was shocked. I was surprised at how well it worked because, you know, you pour yourself a cup of coffee, and you, you get that first sip, and it's like, oh, it's, it's warm, it's good, and everything. And then you get busy, and you do some things. You come back to it, you go, oh, it's cooling down. I guess I better drink it faster, yeah. right, or whatever. But with these cups, it keeps them at that temperature. And I was like, I picked it up for a second drink, like, after a while. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's just like the first taste, the first sip, you know? It, it was really good. It, it's good stuff. And um, I think we do have a link on our website if you're yeah, interested in checking it out. You know what? Everything that we talk about on the show that we love and believe in, you can actually buy off our website. And so well, through the you, website. Through the website, yeah. right? So if you want to go get it yourself an Ember, um, it's worth it. Yeah. It's truly worth it. Um, also, there's sales and all this crazy stuff going on all over the internet. Um, there was Prime Days last yeah, week. And October those were, 10th, yeah, those were 10th. unexpected. I didn't get anything. 
No. But I was tempted. <laughs> but I didn't do it. Um, let's see. Pastor Roger Randall says, we're great Southern gospel singers. We love Southern gospel. We don't sing it actively anymore. Um, that was the first part of our ministry was traveling and singing um, Southern gospel music. Um, but we have, a, the Lord has called us and just refined our call and sort of given us this vision. Um, and so we're just trying to obey the vision. Every once in a while, we will do Southern gospel, especially when Brett, Brett pastors, our, our son Brett, pastors in uh, Lexington, Kentucky. And their church really loves Southern gospel. And so he'll bring old mom and dad down every once in a while on a Sunday night to sing a little Southern gospel. Yeah, yeah. And we you know, enjoy we, that. We've never really shared it before, but if you're a Spotify listener or uh, Apple Music, you can, uh, or even Google, it's on Google as well. Uh, just search for uh, Providence Road. That's the name of the album by the rights. And they I can listen to have, the whole album there. Well, we have five albums. So you I know, but those are the, that's the only one. Well, Push and Providence Road are the only ones on there. But if you search for the rights, you'll find um, and uh, Alan Jackson's nephew and uh, his. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. So just him. search for Providence Road yeah. and then put our last name and right. And also, in you there. can find us on YouTube um, because mm -hmm. YouTube, I think, has all the albums uploaded also. It has those two, yeah. Everything that we did on those that we paid for mm -hmm. to have somebody promote, uh, which is only those two. The other okay. three aren't out online. All right. So, so we have five, those but I guess exclusive. you'll only find a couple of them. Mm -hmm. Pray until something happens and uh, Providence, Providence Road. Road and written in red is on both of them yeah written yep. in red mm -hmm. is the one song that's on both of those two albums and that is monica's favorite song yeah providence road was the one that we went to Asheville, north carolina to the studio down there to record and the others were done at home which i think they they still uh they, the songs still ring true and pastor roger says there, so. download written in red terry wrote written in red is a special <laughs> song we love it yeah. otis says he has a voice like a combination lock no key <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> oh, man, and Michelle a... says, oh, Michelle gosh. Rollins says she's praying for Israel. You guys, we had a really beautiful prayer call this morning. And the last two weeks, of course, we've been standing in the gap and praying for Israel. If you are burdened over what you are seeing, the images, the news, if you're really discouraged or burdened by what you're seeing, pray, pray, and then probably turn the news off and don't let that stuff right. totally become who you are because it can it can become really discouraging quickly so use the burden to pray and intercede for israel um to pray and intercede for the palestinian civilians that are really being mistreated by their own government hamas is their government and not willingly they they yeah. were like a hostile takeover and no matter where you stand on this issue um these kind of atrocities are not okay and they are disturbing um, to us to see and know about and they're 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 life threatening for those that are in the Middle East right now. Don't ignore the situation. Don't make it a political thing. Pray. Pray and let the Lord lead your prayer. Yeah. And that that will help alleviate some of the burden. So, there you go. That's my two cents and I don't want to probably well that's 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 all I right i want it because then we might get political and that's icky i don't i'm not down there yeah yeah well i uh was looking for content and different things thinking about what would we talk about today we've got some great news you can use which will help you in conversation with other people maybe somebody who's not a believer maybe somebody who is but just is really going through a time. Um, so we'll have some news you can use that'll help um, in, in give you some encouraging stuff to talk about. And also after that news you can use, which is coming up after the word for your day here in just a couple of seconds, um, it will be uh, something that'll help you further with the news you can use. So you're not just getting something to talk about, but how to apply it. Ooh, how about that? Application matters. Yes, it That's does. That's really good. <laughs> it does. I looked at the national day calendar. I didn't really see anything today I on the one that I looked at. You totally knew. But for that. tomorrow, tomorrow, there's one. Look, check this out. It's not what you think. Tomorrow is national mulligan day. And you see the golfer there, right? And you think in golf, a mulligan happens, <clears throat> excuse me, when a when a player gets a second chance to perform a specific move or action. And this day, National Mulligan Day, tomorrow, offers that opportunity for giving yourself a second chance, or as some people call it, a do-over, or even a do-over for someone else who really needs it. Hmm. And according to the uh, the Golf Association, U.S. Golf Association, three different stories explain the origin of the term. Because did you ever wonder, where did that come from? Well, Why do they know, call it a mulligan? 
Okay, you know that a mulligan is also a stew. Mm, yes. Okay. So the name may have something to do with the, the heritage. The first one uh, came from the name of a Canadian golfer, David Mulligan, a one-time manager at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in New York City, who played golf in the 1920s. A different later um, etymology gives credit to John Buddy Mulligan, a locker room attendant at Essex Fells Country Club in New Jersey in the 1930s. And then yet another story, according to author Henry Beard, states that the term comes from Thomas Mulligan, a minor Anglo-Irish aristocrat and a passionate golfer who was born in 1793. But according to the USGA, the term first uh, got started used, uh, mostly used in the 1940s. So there you go. How do you observe <clears throat> National Mulligan Day? Well, think of something that at one point in time that you've said, I wish I could do that over. And then celebrate the day by taking your do-over or being considerate and offering a mulligan to a few friends and neighbors that are out there that maybe need a do-over as well. And some days we all deserve a mulligan. So there you go. Huh. National Do-Over Day. I have a couple thoughts about that. Okay. It's interesting that you find that interesting, but since you've shared it, let's talk about I it. I think everybody needs a do-over. Okay, so... But they're uh, afraid to talk about it. Right. Okay, so some things we can't do over. Right. Because some things have... They're done. It's yeah. happened, and there's no taking them back. And, and I don't know about you, but can I just be honest here? Because that's all I know how to be. I have done some things in my life I desperately wish I could do over and cannot do that. So here is the answer. If you can't pull a mulligan, if you can't do a do-over, go to the Lord and thank him for forgiving the things that you cannot undo or redo. Thank him for his incredible forgiveness. Um, when we repent, come on, when we come to him and we say, Lord, we messed up and he wipes away what has happened and he forgives us as far as the east is from the west and i'm so thankful for his forgiveness and i'm thankful that he has covered and completely demolished some of those things i wished i could do over and i cannot i'm so grateful for his forgiveness um that doesn't mean that we're always free from the consequences of our bad choices um and right. even if we get a do-over or even if we're totally forgiven sometimes we still have some consequences right but here's the beautiful thing when we're in relationship with christ he helps us walk those consequences out he doesn't have to yeah. he chooses to because he loves us so much Absolutely. and so what a great savior so that i don't have to pull a mulligan i i can just go to jesus that's right and then the other thing that i'm thinking of because this is the good morning show and we talk about this a lot is food mulligan stew you guys want to know what mulligan stew is robin says she loves mulligan stew well mulligan stew uh, has in a varied ingredients and that's typically because it's like whatever's in your freezer right whatever's on hand you can make it into a stew but typically here are some original items that are in mulligan stew beef stew meat carrots onions potatoes tomatoes navy beans water salt those are typical it sounds kind of like a good hearty mm, yeah. vegetable vegetable beef stew is mulligan stew but i know that some of the best stews that have ever been made have been stuff that came by accident because it's what you had left over and you just threw the ingredients in yeah. and you can't really re reproduce it ever again but sometimes instead of worrying about a do-over right maybe we just need to go make some stew yeah there you have it those that was are my, good those are my two thoughts yeah so what does the world say Robin says, I love mulligan stew. And Otis says, I was happy. I was It was when Happy Gilmore had to hit it off that big mulligan's foot. That was funny. <laughs> Rick says, I couldn't keep playing golf and keep my sanctification. <laughs> <laughs> True. I'm the one you play when you want to look good. You know? uh, yeah, we're not yeah. real golfers here. Yeah. Randy says, I repent as well, so please pray for my week. And so, Lord, thank you for Randy's repentance. I pray that you would just be with him this week. And thank you for your forgiveness. We love you so much, Jesus. Amen. 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 Robin said, Kenny talked about moving forward and not thinking about those things. And that, and that's the truth. Yeah. The things that are in the past need to probably stay there, guys. They mm -hmm. need to probably stay there. We shouldn't dwell on those things because we can't change them. So moving forward is critical. Yes, it is. Um, and so Robin calls it beef stew with beans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then Michelle says, giving grace gives us grace. That's good. And grace is the ability to move past the things in the past we can't change. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Unmerited favor from the Lord. For sure. And Otis was going to guess that mulligan stew had golf balls in it. And that would be <laughs> false. Incorrect. 
so close. Yeah. So close. Yeah. Well, speaking of, how about a little uh, a little word for our day today? Sure. And then you we'll know, I go mentioned to the news. I mentioned this morning that we had an incredible prayer call, which typically happens on Monday morning. By the way, I don't usually advertise, but if you really love prayer and intercession and you want to pray and maybe even be equipped to, to pray better, I am careful to use that word. Um, we would love I would love for you to join our Monday morning prayer Zoom, um, and you can send me an email or a message and just say, Hey, would you add me to the Monday prayer Zoom, and I would be happy to do that. Um, and then you can pray with us on Monday mornings. Um, we do that at 8.15 Central, 9.15 Eastern Time. And this morning as we were praying, um, I have been reading in Acts 4 this morning. That was where the Lord had me, Acts 4. And um, Tracy uh, Crooks, who is a faithful intercessor, a, just a wonderful believer, and she really walks in healing and deliverance ministry. She mentioned a verse that stuck out to me this morning from Acts 4. And when I read it, and then I made note of it and mentioned it in my heart, then she mentioned it second and she had no idea that's where I was reading this morning. And so I think it's worth sharing this morning. It's Acts 4 verse 31. Acts 4 verse 31. So here it is. The Acts of the Apostles chapter 4 verse 31 says, And when they had prayed, the place where they had gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness. This is not the day of Pentecost. This is happening after the day of Pentecost, but there are several mentions in the word where they prayed together and the Holy Spirit came and filled them to speak with boldness, to speak other languages, to uh, be courageous. <clears throat> when the Holy Spirit comes, there is the power of the living God coming in us and manifesting around us. And so any number of things can happen when the Holy Spirit comes in that way. And we've talked about this. Um, and if you follow along with our, our ministry, I've preached about this a lot. It's important that we understand the function of the Holy Spirit personally and corporately when he comes to dwell within us. And, and when we choose relationship with Christ, that's the gift we get is the gift of the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. We are now the temple of the Holy Spirit, the tabernacling place of God. And um, that is important to note, but it's interesting to note that he also still comes to manifest around us when we gather together in his name. Brother Greenway talked last night about the nearness of God, the nearness of spirit. He was referring to the manifest presence of the Holy Spirit that was in that place last night to an increased degree. And would you like to know what caused the increased degree of the Holy Spirit manifesting in the nearness of God last night? He mentioned it and the, this Bible verse mentions it, prayer prayer. There has been a lot of prayer going up from River City Hope Church and Southern Hills Church in this last month. Um, it's not like a great big secret, but it's also not something I'm going to dwell on here, but I want you to know there's a real good reason why the Lord has been doing a work in these two peoples, in these two congregations. And there has been tremendous prayer because all of us are seeking the Lord's heart for our peoples, for ourselves and for his bride, unified bride unified. And so as we've been praying, it causes a nearness of God. And in this verse, we see this morning, when they had prayed, they gathered together and prayed. And when they prayed, the place was shaken and filled with the Holy Spirit. And they began to speak the word of God with boldness. When we pray together, and we come into unity and agreement and the Holy Spirit comes and dwells. He shakes up our life and he provides for us that which we need. He knows what we need. Sometimes we need boldness, just like these apostles and disciples that gathered together in this moment in Acts 4 and 31. Sometimes we need boldness to preach the word because of persecution. We all need that. Sometimes we need peace. He brings peace. Sometimes he brings comfort and we need that. Sometimes he brings um, the ability for us to wait for it, repent, 
He shows us things that need correcting in our life. And when he shows us those things, we have an opportunity to repent to the Lord, to each other. Come on. This is what the Holy Spirit does. When he comes, he brings correction. He brings conviction. He shows us areas of righteousness that need to take place. He needs for us to know how to look more like Jesus, act more like Jesus. Sometimes when he comes and manifests, he brings supernatural power like healing and deliverance and a restoration of relationships. You know, he does that. And he brings sometimes um, dead things come back to life. It's true. It's true, you guys. I'm not going to shrink back from the word here because when the Holy Spirit comes, he does whatever needs to be done that will help us. Here's the truth, though. Sometimes we aren't uh, we aren't open. There it is. Sometimes we're not ready. Sometimes we're like Uzzah with the Ark of the Covenant and we reach out and we kind of say, stop, Holy Spirit. I'm not ready. I don't want to change. I'm not I'm not yielded. I'm not submissive. And we miss, we miss a move of God. Kenny preached about this last night. I don't want to miss a move of God. I don't want to miss a revelation. I don't want to miss anything he wants to do, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it hurts a little bit, because I know it's for my good and the good of the body and it edifies the Lord. And so here's the preaching. Here's the message. Are you ready? Be a person of prayer individually and corporately, we need to be a people who pray. We need to be a people who pray. Prayerless people cannot receive what the Holy Spirit is coming to do. Prove me wrong if you want to. I'm not here to debate it. I'm just, we need to be a people of prayer. The bride will not be fit and ready for the Lord's return if we are not a people of prayer. Secondly, expect that when he comes, he is going to shake the place and give us exactly what we need. Whether it's boldness, correction, love. How many of us need more love to love others better? Come on, I do. I do. Whatever we need, he's prepared to give us. And not just in these revival services, you guys, but in our moment by moment life in our regular prayer room services, in our regular Sunday services. Come on, when we gather together in his name, I want to make room. I want to make so much space for the Holy Spirit to come and give us, shake us up and give us exactly what we need. So let's pray into this. Lord, I pray that we would be open to receive all that you have for us. Holy Spirit, will you come and manifest every time we gather together in your name and shake us up? Give us exactly what we need, whether it's conviction, correction, boldness, love, tenderness, whatever it is, Lord, come and have your way. We yield to you. And Lord, I pray that we would be a people of prayer. I pray that prayerlessness would be cast out. I pray and repent for moments and times when we were prayerless and unbelieving. Father, we want to be a people of prayer. Make us desperate for your word and hungry for prayer. I pray all of these things for myself And for all of us that are listening under the sound of my voice in the name of Jesus, amen. There's your word for the day. That's good. That's good. I like what Robin posted here. She says, my prayer is for ears like Samuel to hear, but not just to hear, but to be obedient. Yes. Even when it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. That'll preach right there. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Because sometimes God asks us things that we're uncomfortable with and it's in that uncomfort that discomfort that he's wanting us to trust him more now, right like now yeah yeah <laughs> like these days like this yeah. season yeah for sure but you know he's changing me i'm not the same person i was a month ago amen i, I think that should be a prayer for all of us i mean because if we stay the same and never changing never growing uh, we're just i don't know we're moving backward actually he's right changing my heart yeah. he's giving me desires i did not have and i did not want He's given me love for people I didn't even know. Right. Like he's, he's changing me and it's, it's, it was uncomfortable. It kind of still is uncomfortable, Terry, but you know, you're right. It, despite our discomfort, it's not what only is best for me and you, but it's best for the body of Christ and it glorifies God. And that, that's the whole purpose, right? That's yeah. the whole reason. 
It is. So good stuff, you guys. For sure. He hears and he answers. Amen. <clears throat> well, in case you're just tuning in, Where you uh, been? you're like, what's going on right. here? Where you uh, been? This is the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Our website is thegoodmorningshow.tv where you can find all of our previous episodes like episode 158. This is 159 that you're currently uh, involved in here or listening to or watching. Um, Last episode, we talked last Monday about fall housekeeping tips because, you know, the season is definitely here. The leaves are starting to fall. There's all kinds of things we need to do to prepare our house. And uh, it was outside tips this this past episode, things to do around the house. Our coffee of the day was the same one we're drinking today. A week later, we still have caramel cream left over from Winans Chocolates I think we're about out of it, aren't we? It is about gone. So, yeah. We talked about our uh, our time at the pastor and spouse retreat, which was prior to that to that Monday that we got together with pastors from around our district, and uh, Kenny Greenway was also there and yeah. shared a great yep. bunch of messages then. Yeah, we've kind of been with him for the last three weeks. We have. It's, we? Been, it's been a blessing. <laughs> uh, we talked about four fast facts about October, um, and then we also talked about uh, the holidays that were. It was Monday. It was Columbus Day slash National Indigenous Peoples Day, or. Uh, you know, Native Americans Day. Um, Bear Grylls made the news you can use because he was baptized, professing his faith in Christ, and he was baptized in the Jordan River. So we talked about that a little bit. And the words for your day came from Acts chapter two. You know, because I got caught up on something I shouldn't have over Bear Grylls, which I apologize. Um, I won't bring it up today. <laughs> uh, I, I missed the fact to talk about that Terry and I got baptized in the Jordan River. And Janice did. And Janice did too. Mm-hmm. And we also got to baptize other people. And that is one of my very favorite things to do is to baptize any believer yeah. um, to show their profession of faith and and to be washed, to literally be crucified with Christ and then come up and live a new life in Christ. I mean, it's a cool thing. It's yeah. one of my very favorite things. And we are so excited that we get to do a baptism this Sunday. Yes. We're preparing for that. A little so Michaela. Cool. Yep. She is, boy, that kid is a uh, little evangelist is what she is. Yeah. Oh man, I just love her so yeah, much. Yeah, Super yeah, excited yeah. about that. But when we were in Israel in 2019 and we had the opportunity to be baptized um, in the Jordan River, apparently there's this whole thing about once you've been baptized, you should never be baptized again. And I don't know anything about that. Mm. I know this. I was going to be baptized where Jesus was baptized. And so if you get the chance to be re-baptized because you've rededicated your life to the Lord or you just feel the Holy Spirit prompting you to do that again, I don't think there's anything biblically wrong. No, because we know in the word that it's not not the baptism that makes us no, whole and no. clean. It's not what does the work. It's right. the profession of what has happened. That's right. So, uh, meaning meaning the proclamation, not profession. Yeah. Well, it's a profession of your faith, but the proclamation, you're saying, my life has been changed because of Jesus, and like him, I want to be, you know, baptized into new life. If, if so. Jesus was baptized, we should all be baptized. So if you've never been baptized, and you're in relationship with Jesus Christ, can I just encourage you to consider baptism, water baptism, and I'm excited that we got the chance to do that in the in the Jordan River in Israel. But it's called Yardanit, Yardanit in Hebrew. But even if you can't make it to Israel, um, be baptized today. Not only do you need to profess your faith publicly um, and, and share that with your friends and family by this act of obedience, but this sacrament of baptism is literally causing you to reflect and choose Christ. You're choosing Christ. He is our Savior. We have to acknowledge that we need a Savior. We need Him. And uh, He can be your Savior today. That's right. If you choose Jesus and then be baptized. Absolutely. Well, you know, this brings up a very good point um, that will help us to bridge over into the news that you can use. Um, And, uh, well, I always like your little introduction. Would you, you do that? You like yeah. it? Yeah. Would you give us All that little right. introduction? Here it is. You guys can watch news 24 and 7 from a bunch of different sources that's going to bring you down. It's going to discourage you. And you guys, that discouragement is contagious. Turn off the news and listen to this because here's some news you can use. It's going to edify the Lord. It's going to glorify the Lord. It's going to edify the body and it's going to bring you encouragement. And I hope that you listen today and you can take something away from this conversation and go start more conversations for the positivity of the kingdom of God. Take it away, Terry. All right, here we go. Some news that you can use, things you can talk about with others, right? That 
that will get you through the door of conversation. More than half of Americans say they wish they read the Bible more. Really? But they say they fail to do so for a number of reasons. Uh, one of them, including a lack of time. But that's according to the latest release uh, from the American Bible Society's State of the Bible Report, which shows that 52% of Americans say they wish they read more. And meanwhile, 14% of Americans say they increased their Bible use in the past year. And they said, granted, this is a bit like asking, do you wish you exercised more? And, you know, if you're asked that question, of course, you're going to say, well, yeah, I'd love to do that. But it's the implementation of that, the application of what we've been talking about today. It's still important to know, though, that the desire is there. And whatever we could do to increase the excitement about the Bible, to explain the language, or show where to start, it might move that needle a little bit, they're saying. Ooh. So they're excited about this. Yay! Because conversation is what helps make this uh, increase. And researchers asked the 52% who want to read the Bible more, what is preventing them from taking the plunge? And maybe if you're one of those uh, in the 52%, you can relate to one of these answers. The first one was 26% of the people said, I never seem to have enough time to use it, ah. to read. 17% uh, of the people said, I don't know where to start. And 15% of the people says, I don't feel that excited about reading it. Mm -hmm. And then another 15% said, I find the language difficult to relate mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. So one fourth of the Americans of Americans use the Bible at least weekly. Uh -huh. And among that group, 72% say that Christ is their most important relationship in life. Amen. That's good. That's where it starts. And regular Bible reading, the report said, is directly tied to a person's faith. The path toward the Bible intertwines with a spiritual journey into a deepening relationship with Christ. And we remember Jesus telling the Bible scholars, you remember this in John chapter five, he, uh, he was telling them that studying the scriptures, they were actually testifying about him, yeah. about Jesus. Yeah. And so it's no surprise that when <clears throat> Bible is used at any level, daily, weekly, or even a few times a year, it increases as people move forward in their relationship with Jesus. It's directly related. Amen. It has to be. So as you're uh, gathering with people and talking about, you know, well, uh, did you hear that that thing about, uh, you know, more people are starting to read the Bible? Uh, that's just a conversation. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know, well, do you read the Bible as much as, as you'd like? And they may say, well, maybe not as much as I'd like to, but, you know, and then you can get into that conversation. But think about this. People say they don't have enough time. Well, there's just a make time. We make time for the things that are important. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a full day. It doesn't have to be a full four hours or whatever you think. Because some people say, oh, well, that's what I do. And that that's, that's, that's a high, lofty yeah. goal for can a lot of I, people. Can I interject here? Yeah, you know absolutely. I'm passionate about this. Yes. It's hard for me not to say anything because I was a Christian who didn't. By the way, um, hello to my sweet sister, Sheila Gillespie. I love you so much. Hi, Sheila. She's so, she's so important to me. Um, also, Tim Cox, good morning, Brother Tim. We love you so much. Here's my two cents. I used to be a Christian who didn't read the Bible. I had a hard time. I would read it here or there. I would read it maybe, uh, you know, follow along at church as the pastor preached. Um, I might read it for a season, but I was not being a person of the word. This is this was, um, I mean, it's been probably 25 years, maybe more. I don't know. Anyways, here's what I began to do. I, a sister, a sweet sister that I admired greatly said that she had a hard time reading the word. She didn't have an excitement for it. She got drowsy when she read the word. Same, right? And um, we didn't understand the word. It was hard to understand. Almost all of these reasons that Terry just gave you in his news report was real in my life, even though I love Jesus. And I wasn't able to grow in my relationship with Christ until this sweet sister said, I began to pray, Lord, make me hungry for your word. That simple prayer, Lord, make me hungry for your word. And I began to pray it more than once over and over. I began to pray, Lord, make me hungry for your word. And I got a challenge in my spirit to read the word before I got out of bed. I knew I needed to read it all the way through. At this point in my life, I had not read all of the Bible all the way through. And so I challenged myself to do a, like read the Bible all the way through in a year or, or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I used an app on my phone. It's called YouVersion's Holy Bible. All of us have it. And it's a free app. And I found here, here, listen to me. I found a version that I did understand. I recommend for those of you that struggle understanding the word, use the NLT, the new living translation is, right. is easy to understand, but yet it's it, at its core is correct. 
Um, and so I began reading a version I understood and I told myself I'm not going to get out of bed until I at least read the word every day. It's called The Divine Before Digital. It's called Reading the Word. And back then we didn't have, I mean, we still had some devices, but not like we do today. But it was a, a challenge that I accepted in my spirit. And so every morning I got my phone and I immediately opened the YouVersion Bible app. And I was reading in a program. So it started me every day to read through the Bible within a year. And I used my phone so I didn't have to turn the light on and wake Terry. And it didn't interfere with my day. I had time because I prioritized it first. I got up a little bit early and then I jumped out of bed and started my day. And so I thought I was just going to read a little bit, but the Lord began to answer that prayer. Lord, make me hungry for your word. And I just began to read and read and read. And then later in the day, I would start thinking about what I read and I would go and study it and read it some more. And I think I got through the Bible in all the way in about 60 days instead of a year because I became so passionate about reading the word. It became a living, breathing thing to me because I simply prayed this prayer, Lord, make me hungry for your word. Yeah, that's good. That's good. We're going to answer some of those things that you just talked about right here and a little word fresher in just, a, just a, a few short minutes here. We say we don't know where to start. How about this? Here's top five places to start reading the Bible. This is opinion. This is not the, the end all be all. Where do you start? This is no particular order, but start depending on your personal goals. Okay. Maybe you just want wisdom. Start with the wisdom books, or maybe you want the Lord to show you his heart. So first ask him, Lord, lead me to a verse or a passage or a book that he desires. So start with prayer before you even read the Bible. The first one, the gospel of John. The gospel of John in the New Testament. It's the best for new believers. It gives us a good understanding of who Jesus is and what his ministry is about. And John focuses on who Jesus is rather than just what he did, which you'll get from the other gospels. Second place, that's a good place to start. The book of Romans, okay? It gives us a clear understanding of the gospel in depth. It builds our confidence in our faith for those who are not maybe a new believer, but someone who's needing to know more. It points to the commitment of spreading the good news mm -hmm. and the actions that began the church and that will continue the church. Mm -hmm. Third place you can start is the book of Psalms. Psalms are great for encouragement. They offer worship, hope, healing. It gives us a better understanding that God is with us no matter what our circumstances are, right? It helps us to reduce stress and anxiety, especially if we're unable to sleep. Open your Bible and read if you can't sleep because there's a relatable poetic style that's in there and it's comforting to us. Amen. The fourth place you can go to read God's word is Proverbs, right? It's packed with wisdom. Mentioned that a minute ago, wisdom books, biblical knowledge and instruction are what we need to help guide us every day. And there's 31 chapters. We talked about this a lot. There's 31 days in the month typically. So just pick the chapter that meets the day of the month, okay? They're short and they're easy to read. And the fifth place, if you really wanna know how it all began, you just go to the very first book in the Old Testament, the book of Genesis, because there we get to understand how it all began. And we know what God intends for relationship, not just between us and God, but for God and each other, and uh, for each of us to have relationships together, marriage, relationships, it's all in there. What God intended and how he really, why he created and did what he did, and gives us a better understanding of the Bible as a whole. Mm, so good. here's the application. Take your time, pace yourself. You can begin with a verse a day or a chapter a day. You could set a time limit based on your schedule and then increase, as you said, as your interest and your passion grows, you can increase the time. See, yeah. I read five minutes and that just wasn't enough. So I'm gonna read another five minutes and just see where that takes you. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon, right? You don't have to get through the Bible in 60 days, but if it happens, praise the Lord. That means you were just really soaking in and in, in just taking in everything he had. But speaking of soaking, soaking versus just reading for completion, right? You can soak in a specific spot, a place where maybe God just has you camp out for a while. We know people that have been in the same book in the Bible for months, yeah. if not a year or two, just because God said, it's not time to move on yet. I'm still going to show you some more. So that soaking, it's like a meditation or contemplation on what you're reading good. for depth and understanding. Melissa mentioned it, find a translation that speaks to you, one that's easy to understand, one you have access to, and then pray for that greater hunger and say, Lord, I just want to be able to read your, your word more. I want a desire to do this. 
And if you're confused and you've got questions, then pray about that. That, Lord, this part here, I'm just not sure exactly what you meant by this. Would you show me in your word or show me, reveal to me, and help me understand? Pray for understanding. And then you can also ask other believers, right? Amen. Amen. You have an accountability partner or a prayer partner or someone at your church that just seems to kind of have things a, a little more understanding, you know, then you can just ask that person. Say, have you ever read uh, Acts chapter two? I mean, what's this whole thing with this tongues of fire stuff? I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> and and go to other people. There are just a few places that you can start. Not the essentials, not the end all be all, but places that we can start to gather for a better understanding and uh, to get into God's word more so that we can increase that 52% uh, of people who read the Bible to, to a larger degree. That's great news you can use. That's great. I love when uh, um, actual end time happening news is about what's happening in the kingdom of God. Yeah. When those two things match up, boy, our life is in harmony. Our life is in tune. As Brother Tim Cox says, being complacent and lukewarm makes us lazy and out of tune with God. That's right. Um, so this is great news you can use. Thank you, Terry, for all of these wonderful tips. And I hope and pray that you guys will press in and be people of the world. That's right. Absolutely. So, this is exciting. Yep. Janice says she got baptized twice in Israel, once in 2019 and again in 2022. That's it, Janice. That's so awesome. You are double baptized. Yes, yes, yes. That's good. That is awesome. So it's been, um, well, oh my goodness, is it really that time? Yeah. That's crazy. That yeah. See, it happens so fast. It is. It is. Um, Michelle says, I read Bible Gateway cross-referencing to a few several versions, including NLT, AMPC, KVG, and God's Words translation. Um, that's so good. I And Janice says he has me soaking in Hebrews and it's not about the coffee. Amen. <laughs> yep. You guys, if you need permission to stop reading through for completion and quickness or just to get to the end and soak in a specific set of scriptures, whether it's a whole book like Janice is soaking in Hebrews. Yes. I spent like six or eight weeks soaking in James, the book of James. Mm -hmm. um, and and then then I spent, I don't know how long soaking in the Gospel of John already just, just this year. In fact, I just kind of got out of it. And so um, you guys, this is permission to slow down or if you've never read it all the way through and you feel a hunger to do that, then this is your permission to do that. Whatever you need permission to do, you have permission to follow the Holy Spirit's leading in your journey with his word. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it was like when, uh, whenever time like 9-11, different things like that that have happened in the United States, uh, when things happen, they're tragic. It draws us closer yeah. to God because we're looking for answers. Yeah. And I think that right now people are probably reading the word more than they ever have before. So I think that's yeah. an even greater number than now. And so, so Monica says she was introduced to the Blue Letter Bible app. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Blue Letter Bible is amazing. One of the things, I don't think it does this in the app. It might, I don't have the app. I use the online, full online version, and it will give you pronunciation for Greek and Hebrew, which is brilliant for a preacher mm -hmm. who loves to talk about the words of God, but doesn't always know how to say the words of God. And so Blue Letter Bible has an yeah. awesome speech feature that allows you to know how to pronounce words. There's some really cool ones out there. Yeah. You I love Blue Letter Bible. your app store. Um, mm -hmm. Great stuff, you guys. Great stuff. Terry, thanks so much for that. Would you uh, Would you want to wrap us up with a get to know you question or should yeah. Should we just have a goodbye today? Somebody what do you pick think? a number. Well, we might not see him until next, next week. So let's do a little getting to know let's you. Let's do it. Get pick to know you. Pick a number between 1 and 181 because that's how many getting to know you questions we've got. In a get to know you question, these are random questions that we do not actually know what the question is and neither do you until somebody picks a number when you pick a number we uh call out the question that's associated with that number and then i answer it terry answers it and we want your answers and this is how we get to know each other a little bit better some of these questions are a little intrusive honestly into your <laughs> life some of them are kind of silly and some of them are just really really cool to know so yeah. somebody pick a number please between one and 181 the number is two no. Number two, first one We're here. We're going with Robin's number two. Did we do this one before? Yes. We did? Yes, we did. Okay, so. So we will go to. And I think we did that one too. Okay, let's. Not got deleted off let's here. look at number 45, Janice Okay, says. all right. Number Sorry, 45. Sorry, Robin, we've asked that question before and it didn't get, it didn't get marked out. Okay, how about that one? Okay. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Here we go. Question number 45. What do you resent 
paying for the most? What do you resent paying for? Like, I shouldn't have to pay for air to pump up my tire. I know that they got to, you know, go ahead. Water. Water? Some water is is so expensive. Yeah. And it's like, this feels like. It's a marketing thing. It feels like something we all should have for free, right? Yeah. It feels like we shouldn't have to pay for for water. How about. it, it, It may be just a minimal charge just you know, for cleaning and getting it to us, but some water is astronomical and I'm the one that pays for it and drinks it. <laughs> you know, I love Evian and Fiji. And so I pay through the nose and I, you're, and you're, and you totally are like my water dealer because you're like, do you want a Fiji? Do you want an Evian? And then you're always getting it for me. Well, and I'm I know like, why yeah. you want it because it's smoother on your vocal cords and yes. it's more soothing because it's not so hard. Yeah. And it's because softer. I preach and speak and sing so So much. there's a reason behind it. There's I a method do, to the I do use the expensive water, but I do resent paying that much for it. What yeah. about you? Yeah. I just thought of one. When we were in Israel to go to the bathroom, you remember? There was a there was you a certain a place shekel. you had to to pay to go in to a use the bathroom. A couple shekels just to go. Is that? <laughs> I resent that too. That's a good one. What about yeah. you? Jenna what do you says guys? taxes. Yeah. Over and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so did Robin. Robin said yeah. taxes yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. And Rick says water hose water. Yeah. But even that's not free, brother. No, we he's even saying have you have wa- to pay for it. Right. I resent that too. Yep. I resent it. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> Be careful, Otis. Otis, don't get yourself in trouble with this question. Lightning might strike your house there, buddy. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a good question, actually. Although resenting doesn't make it go away. We still have to pay for it. And we might as well just, you know, render to Caesars what is Caesars and render to God what is God. I understand. Right. I know. Hey, you guys. It's been amazing being with you today. I am encouraged by you. And I hope you're encouraged by us. And I hope we're all encouraged by the word and the spirit of the living God who loves you so much that he would save you from eternal darkness, from death and from sin completely and holy. And only salvation is in Jesus Christ. And I hope today he's your savior. I love you so much. Absolutely. You matter to God. So you matter to us. That's the thing that we live on around here. And uh, we hope that you will spend some time with us uh, this next week. Now, there's a good chance. I don't I miss Thursday night. I don't know. We've got a busy week with revivals. We'll see how we feel by Thursday. If you haven't already signed up for notifications on our website, go to the goodmorningshow.tv and there's a button there. You can click fill in your email address. You'll get the emails that Melissa talked about that will send out special information that nobody else gets. It's exclusive. It's not private. It's available for everybody. So uh, just share the show with everyone. Tell me, hey, if you need some encouragement, go check this out. The Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa at all of your favorite outlets that you can find us online and uh, with that we leave you with we love you god bless you we look forward to seeing you soon love you bye-bye bye for now thanks for tuning into the good morning show with terry and melissa you can catch up on previous episodes find links to our social pages and drop us a line at our website thegoodmorningshow.tv thanks for listening